Welcome to the Made True Podcast, a blogcast for the wholehearted makers and shakers of the world. We're about blending intentionality with both our business and our personal lives so that we can make and live a life that is authentic and full of purpose. Hi, I'm Jamie Hyatt, your host, and welcome to episode two of season two. I am so excited. Today I'm talking kind of more of like stream of conscious. It's so funny. I had all these plans, you guys, as I always do. I have a whole episode list and I don't really want to talk about any of them. I've had a crazy week of comparison game, just being in my head. It was just bizarre. The as soon as I got back from the wedding, I felt so like high on life. I was like, that was amazing. I love what I do. I'm so excited to go back to work. Man, I'm great at my job. I was just like on an all time high. And then like 24 hours later, it's like, boom, I just got hit with a major wall and all of a sudden insecurity is just like flooded in. And I think that's because of a couple of things. One, when you lose momentum, I think it's so easy to go into doubt. So when we kind of get out of our comfort zone or out of our rhythm, we kind of lose the mojo. And this happens every year. Now that I actually like say it out loud, Every time I get close to finishing my wedding season, I kind of go through this like little lull that just feels a little sad. And it's not because I'm sad that the season is over. Granted, I am getting sad that the season is almost over. I have two weddings left um, and they're kind of smaller weddings. And it's a little, it's a little sad. The fact that I'm going to be done this whirlwind of a wedding season so soon. So I think it's normal to kind of go into this like sad little hole of like, oh, that all the fun times are slowly coming to an end. And then put it on top of it, I went to Chicago and then just a week and a half before that, I was in Italy. I had the most amazing month of my life. Not only was I shooting incredible weddings, I was traveling for a wedding and then I had my own wedding and I was surrounded by friends and family and so much love and then boom, I'm home and my task list is just filled and anxiety starts to set in and the heart rate just starts to go up and you're like, can I do all of this? Am I capable? Am I good at my job? And it's like all those little gremlins, all those demons in your mind start to take over. And it's just so easy to get stuck in that space. And then it starts to amplify everything. It makes you start to doubt whether you're good at your job when you clearly are. And then you start to just think you suck in everything. Honestly, this week I was just like, I feel like the worst business owner and the worst partner to my now husband. I just, and I felt like I was just a really bad homeowner because my house is literally just a giant mess. It was just bad. But here's the good news is that I'm starting to come out of it and I'm starting to get the momentum. And what helps me, I'm going to talk about a couple things today. This is being obviously being part of it because it's a segue, um, is that those times are fleeting. Yeah, it's happening. And it's just like with anything, it all passes. It all takes a little bit of time. And so for me, I realized that compassion and being kind to myself was first and foremost. And you know what? I'd be lying to say that I was the one that told myself that 
it was basically everybody around me, um, a couple of my girlfriends, uh, they're like, Jamie, you need to do some self-care. And then of course my partner, Landon, he knows me better than anybody. He was just like, Jamie, you just came off of the best month ever. He's like, you're tired. Your body is catching up with everything that has happened. And of course you're going to be a little bit down. We just got married and everything was just such a whirlwind and so fun. And now we're just back to normal life. So it's going to feel a little bit weird. It's kind of like vacation blues. You know, when you go away and you have like the best time ever and you come home and you're like, wow, life is just back to normal. And it just feels kind of weird. It's kind of stagnant. So that's been my week and how I've been kind of dealing with it is a couple things. One, trying not to fight rest. I am just, I don't rest well. And that's something that I've I've learned the hard way. When I was a yoga teacher, I really, I really loved teaching because it was literally, I was so intentional with my classes that I got rest while I was teaching, even though I got tired uh, later down. But when I was teaching like yin and meditation and uh, nidra, I got rest while I got to teach. And it was the best thing ever because it would always center me. But it's funny, as I've gone into my business this last year, I'm not teaching yoga at all. Uh, it's been about two years now. Yeah, I can't even remember. Wow, time is just like creeping up on me. Yeah, I think it's in two years. Whoa. Um, has it really? <laughs> like, okay, I can't get, I can't just focus on that. I'm having major ADD thinking about time. <laughs> Anyways, I was so intentional. And then now I, things have been such a whirlwind that I forgot to be intentional in those quiet moments of just learning how to rest and learning to rest is such a hard one for me like even ask Landon he tries so hard to get me just to sit on the couch and just like watch tv and I'll get through like half an episode of some kind of tv show and then I'm instantly like I gotta go do this I gotta do that I'm bored like I just need to do something and you know that that restlessness that need for more that need of achievement is something I really need to work on some people could be like well that's great you're very driven and you're cheat like you like to achieve things and that's just how you're oriented, but it's not its not something that is always good. Yes, it's good that I'm a hardworking person. That means I am always kind of thinking ahead of time to make sure I'm kind of never falling behind, but it also sets you up for failure, and it also sets you up with a lot of self-expectation that can potentially really crush you and make it hard to get through those really uh, quiet times. So we need to learn to lean into... Um, the discomfort of our businesses because they wax and they wane. And this is something that I tend to go through after every wedding season. This one is just a little bit more doozy because I just got married. (laughs) So that was a huge highlight. Um, To wax and wane with it and to lean into the natural grooves of our business. So I know Going into November, I this always happens every year. Going into November, my weddings start to slow down. Uh, the inquiries are quite are a little bit more on the quiet side until obviously Christmas hits and everyone gets engaged and all the inquiries start to come in for the new year. Um, so it gets a little bit quiet. My interior work starts to pick up, starts to get a little bit busy, and then I'm working on um, a lot of album designs and kind of. Uh, revamping like the website and doing SEO building a lot of behind the computer stuff and I lose more time with people and especially the people I want to be around because of the natural ebb and flow of my work 
And so this year, knowing that it's about being intentional with how I can best serve myself to not go into a slump. So that's a couple of things. One, for me, I'm actually more of an extroverted than I ever thought. I'm introverted in the aspect that I do need time by myself to feel more energized, but I'm extroverted in the fact that I also, if I'm left alone for more than a week without any human contact, I get really depressed. So I'm a very interesting mix. Um, so for me, knowing I'm going into this phase of my business, it's about, okay, well, what can I do every week to make sure that I'm getting out into the world and seeing other people? How can I collaborate with others so I can feel more inspired and feel like I'm growing? And that's a big one, especially if you're feeling stagnant or if you're feeling like you suck and you're not getting better. Um, instead of going on to Instagram and like looking up amazing photographers, um, I would encourage you and myself, this is something that I do, is to learn. I'll look up more education or I'll end up trying to schedule up just fun shoots for me to just play around and have a good time or I'll just try something new with editing. And I think that takes it away from kind of this self-indulgence of I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck too. Um, how can I learn with others and put myself out there so that I'm having a fun time while also building my network? So for me, doing collaborative shoots is something that I really need to push myself to do more often. It's totally outside my comfort zone because I don't like organizing things. So I just need to like release, um, release my need to control every little detail and just give that off to somebody else so I can show up and just do my job as a photographer. Um, that's the thing about um, being a photographer. It's so easy to get kind of wrapped up into th- people thinking that you are actually a stylist or you need to do those things or a planner when actually your job is merely to take photos. And that's a hard job. And so um, I'm always reminded that I don't have to do these collaborative shoots on my own. I can give uh, the things that I'm not good at to other people. Anyways, that was a little bit of a side tangent. I always really like these stream of consciousness uh, podcast because I always feel like you get a true sense of my personality and how I talk in real life. This is how this is what I do. I kind of bounce around a little bit. So uh, coming back into leaning into the waves of our business. So uh, especially if you've been in business for quite a while, you start to notice that there's these peaks and there's these valleys during your business year. So for someone who's strictly a wedding photographer, obviously their like their highs are usually between May and October. That's usually at least in Calgary, Alberta, that is probably the busiest months out of the year and if you don't do other kinds of projects, you're basically done from well, besides editing. Uh, from November all the way to April. And for some people, they've kind of created this wonderful lifestyle and they've found other things to put their work, their life and work into in other ways to serve their business. For me, I am a double specialty with interior design and weddings, so I never really have a true end point. It's always very, very fluid and I'm always, I'm always booking. And so I always have to remind myself that I don't really have an off season. The only time I actually kind of have an off season is April. That's the only thing I've noticed, both with interiors and with weddings. April for me tends to be very, very quiet. And so I usually end up doing a little bit of travel in April every year. Um, So taking this, um, I would encourage you to look at your last couple of years or last year if you're somewhat new in your business and 
or even if you don't even have a business and if you work for somebody else, but you're kind of planning for the future, if you're in the same industry, it'd be kind of cool to kind of lay it out as to what the, the peaks and the valleys look like. And then not only reminding ourselves that in the peak, we have this intentional time set aside for us to rest and to um, kind of slow down a little bit and be very intentional with our time and being very intentional for what we need, Um, but also to plan and prep that when we hit those valleys, those low points where things start to slow down, that we start kind of looking ahead of being like, how can I know that I can best support myself for rest, but I can also best support myself to be more collaborative and to push myself to learn and to work with others so that I don't kind of fall into this pit of sadness um, or this pit of feeling like you're not um, elevating yourself or elevating your business. And I, I really do believe those two things go hand in hand. As you guys have heard me say in the past, education is always my number one. Because when you elevate yourself in your growth as a person, you are naturally going to elevate the growth in their business. If you elevate parts of your business, usually you're gonna elevate parts of yourself in personal. They overlap, they can't ever really be made separate. Of course, when I say that, it doesn't mean that we can separate our business from our personal lives. To some aspect, we can, but they are both part of who we are. Because if we are being integral and authentic and building a business that is true to our heart and our own values, we're gonna put a lot of personal into it. And I do believe that the best businesses and the businesses that we all want to support are the ones that really bring out the story of who they are and their authenticness. I don't think that's a word. Their authentic selves and inspire us to really buy into their story and support them. Um, So yeah, anytime with coaching, if someone approaches me, usually it always has something to do with not feeling inspired or wanting to get to a certain point in their business or to start somewhere And I usually always start with, you need to elevate yourself and elevate your business by starting to learn and grow yourself. And from there, you'll be so inspired. So this kind of segues into what originally I kind of wanted to speak about, which is you are not a one-dimensional human being. Meaning all of us, every single person is incredibly dimensional. I always think of humans as these beautiful kaleidoscopes of multiple colors that kind of move and change as we go through our life. And so so think of the peaks and the valleys of your business. Okay, that's kind of like in the back of your mind and kind of planning for the peaks and the valleys when we're in the peaks, um, remembering to slow down when we need to find rest so we don't burn out and get anxious or angry or frustrated. Um, Because when we're in our peak season, it's so easy to burn out and get frustrated. And um, that's not going to be good for anybody. And then in the valleys, we can, it's easy for us to get Um, sad because we lose momentum and we lose our mojo and like that creative fire when it's constantly in motion, right? So it's about finding motion while still honoring the rest that you need and taking those times off because you know when things are going to get busy again. So think of that on one side. Now on the other side, think about this kaleidoscopic person and that you're not one dimensional. So a lot of things that kind of come up from not only from like Instagram and getting emails from other people is that, or even just my coaching clients, um, from the past, uh, it's, there's just always this like inner struggle of being so interested in so many different things, or even this kind of dog dogmatic idea that we start here 
I'm kind of motioning from the top and we work our way down um, or sometimes down and all the way up, depending on your perspective. Um, we, I think I talked about this before in a previous podcast, but I'm going to say it again. I really liked it. What, what book was it? I think it was Lean In by Cheryl Sandberg. It might've been, I can't remember. Um, or it was the other one. I'm looking at my bookshelf. Don't see it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to totally butcher whoever put this idea out there. I'm not sure who it was, but here it is. Um, it's a gymnasium. We're not a ladder. I'm pretty confident I've talked about this before. So we kind of get in this, this idea of that there's a part where we're supposed to start and there's a part where we're supposed to kind of find the middle and there's a part where we come to an end. And this works a lot in systems. It's a lot of like industry standards or status quo. We kind of have this built idea of how things are supposed to work. And we all kind of start there because if we didn't start there, we didn't, we won't really know what step one is, right? I hope this isn't so esoteric and that you guys are following. Um, but we are not a start to end type of species. We are not the type to be like, we start here, we we find to the middle part, and then we come to the end. That's not even life. We wax and wane just as our seasons do, just as the tide, we draw in and we draw out and things change us just as the leaves on the, on the trees change. There's nothing that we can pre kind of, we can't ever anticipate what's around the corner. And so what I'm kind of leading into is that we are not one dimensional humans. We can't believe that if we stay on one track, it's going to be the track that we're going to stay on forever. And so I guess one of the questions that I get a lot is, well, I have all these multiple interests or, well, I started this, but then this kind of gravitated me my pull. So I feel like I got distracted and I'm not really doing what I should be doing. I think that's all up for debate. I think that during those peaks and valleys, we always have the opportunity to really kind of pull outside of what is expected of us and to lean into creativity and lean into the things that are pulling at our heart. And so this can incorporate a lot of things. Uh, Even for me over this last year, I've realized a lot of my values from even a year ago have really shifted and changed. And it's actually changing my business now. And as a normal human being, I kind of clutch on to the idea of who I was, what the business I created was supposed to be intended for, but now realizing that, hey, I'm a human, I'm kaleidoscopic, I am multidimensional. There's no way to anticipate what the next year is gonna look like. I can't anticipate what my business is going to be even in 10 years. And so wax and wane, motion into those little nuances, lean into the little markers of when your heart is being pulled in another direction and honor it instead of fighting it all the time. Of course, we need to be disciplined and we need to have some type of structure. Otherwise, uh, we may come off very inconsistent or we may come off flaky with our clients or with our family and friends or we may come off like we're scatterbrained. But if we have some intentional time that is set aside to follow our heart, we're able to grow ourselves in a way that allows our business and our inner self to really flourish and to expand. So when we stay within what's called the status quo, when we stay within what is expected or what we even expected of ourselves, 
we don't allow for the opportunity to, to expand past that. We almost get stuck and we get stagnant. And I think a lot of that can lead to these lull moments or the times where I hear people being like, I'm stuck in this comparison game. I'm looking at other people's work and I just don't feel like I'm good enough. I think it's because you're in a lull. And when we get into a lull, we're no longer in motion. So we stop and we look to others. And when we look to others, we start to compare and be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm doing this. Should I be doing that? But this is what I want to do. But maybe I should do that and do this. No. Take a breath (laughs) and realize that every path is so different and every path is truly unique because every human is completely unique. So we can't all do it the same way. And I would never expect someone who maybe wants to do a double specialty like me in interior design and weddings to build it exactly the same way as I have. There's just no way. We, I have different values, um, a different perspective on life, a different aesthetic, um, and there's no way to replicate that. You can't replicate humans um, because every human is like a thumbprint. They're so different. Um, and I, so I really think remembering that with our business and being more forgiving of ourselves when we hit those low points and when we hit those high points, to remember that it's all in motion. Nothing is going to be the same and that we need to just let go and ride it out in some aspects but also take time and cultivate the things that we need in order to move forward and to evolve. That's what it is. It's evolution. Yeah, it's evolution. Because who I was when I started this business in 2009 is so different than who I am as a woman today in my business. And there's different clients I would have taken then as opposed to now. There's different projects now that I am just itching to do that, you know what, even like two years ago, I had no interest in. And even when I think about the comparison thing, it's, it's just like we're looking outside of ourselves and we're almost like just self-punishing because it gives us something to do, <laughs> you know? And we're like, oh, we should be achieving for that and we should be achieving for that. When in reality, the only, the only answers that can be, that we could be led to are within ourselves. So when we get quiet and we listen and we're like, okay, what do I need right now? What can I work towards that's going to feel fulfilling for me, for my best self and my best work? It may not look like anybody else's, but it's going to feel really good and it'll be mine. Um... So don't forget that you're, you're a multi-dimensional human being. You're allowed to wax and wane, um, with your seasons. Um, obviously we always lay groundwork for the things that really matter that obviously need to stay consistent, but we also let go of holding on to things, especially if they're not working. Um, and that's something that I need to even just hear for myself is that there's just some things I can tell are weighing heavy on me. And you know, when they're weighing heavy on you, when they just make you frustrated all the time and you get angry about it and you just like, or you're just exhausted. Um, my biggest thing is like when I start to feel a little bit resentful, um, I know I've taken on too much or something isn't working anymore. Uh, that is my first, I get like angry. (laughs) That's my, it's my indicator that I'm like, okay, James, there's something that needs to change now. 
Um, so I, I, I kind of want you guys to look at your life and be like, okay, like where, what is mine? And look at your seasons. Where does it peak? Where does it valley? Um, how can you attend yourself, intend yourself to not only stay in motion, but also slow down, which sounds like such a conundrum. Um, but I think you guys know what I mean and allow for breath. And what I mean by breath is like open space to be openly creative and change your mind and do things. Um, and that's another thing I get emails on about at the time is just this question of, can I change my mind? Yes, you can. If you wanted to stop everything now, you have every right to stop everything right now if it doesn't if it doesn't lift your heart up, if it doesn't make you excited, if it doesn't feel good. And granted, like I'm going to be honest, not every aspect of business is going to feel good. This last week felt really hard. But to my deepest core, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be doing anything else. I know that how I felt this week was because I'm in the down, I'm in the, I'm going into the valley of my season of, I'm starting to slow down a little bit and I just came from an amazing month. So it's natural for me to feel a little sad and to allow that to happen and to be excited for the time and growth to make something different. So yeah, that's what I have to share today. And it's so funny when I do these stream of consciousness uh, type of podcast, I have no notes in me. I literally just stare at a blank screen. Um, well, actually, I'm actually looking at my desktop, which has a Mexican proverb that says, they tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. So I'm literally staring at that as I just talk into the ether and hoping that some of it sticks and that some of it lands with you. So there you have it. Wax and wane, your kaleidoscopic human. Let go, breathe, and just be open to other possibilities. That's my message for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to the next.